Welcome back to a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Today's episode is 72, Ride Deceased. My brother, he's doing all right at the moment. He got um, recognised, is that the right word? He got tagged in a post by a, a British-Pakistani actor named Riz Ahmed. Some of you probably know him from the movie The Sound of Metal and various other films. Um, yeah, he basically, I think the movie that Riz Ahmed made is about a drummer who loses his hearing eventually. And he becomes deaf. I haven't really watched the film, to be honest. I've only watched the trailer. But Riz went on the internet and looked for other deaf um, artists out there that work in the media and film and TV and stuff. And he found my brother and he tagged him in a post. So that was sweet, man. That's some nice work there from my brother. Riz Ahmed, he's, he's apparently he was nominated for an Oscar. Um this year, but I don't think he won it. But oh no, he did win. <laughs> he did win an Oscar. He won uh, best performance for that actual movie. So that's nice. Um, I'm well, proud of my brother. I mean, he's getting spotted. I'm not even getting spotted. <laughs> well, I think it was to do with the role, uh, the movie that my brother made. Which obviously, I've told you a lot before. It's called Double Discrimination. So it's about being deaf and being from an ethnicity group, being South Asian. So, and I th- he's probably watched it. I'm guessing Riz Ahmed has watched it out there. If he hasn't, if he's listened, if you're listening to this podcast, mate, go check out the film. Uh, it's, it's really good. Also, check out my comedy. <laughs> Maybe you can tag me in a post, and then I can get work, or I can work in a film with you. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. One day I'll be there collecting an Oscar <laughs> or an Emmy Award or even a BAFTA. I'd have to create a speech, though, obviously. <laughs> First shout-out going out to Riz Ahmed. Thank you for the nomination, mate. Really appreciate it. Just want to thank the universe. I'd have to thank the universe because I can't thank God. I'm not religious, so it'd be pointless me saying... I want to praise God, and then I want to praise my mom and my dad. Because my mom and my dad are probably the actual gods, aren't they? They're the gods. They made me. So I'd have to include them. If I don't, I'd probably get a slipper in my head (laughs) from the old man. Uh, He probably wouldn't even be there anyway. (laughs) My mom would definitely be at the event. Anything for a free meal. (laughs) Uh, Funny. Yeah, I'd have to create one, wouldn't I? Yeah. Well, I need to get to that stage first before I do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, other than that, I've been trying to keep myself healthy. Um, decided to start walking to work now. Like, I've been putting on so much weight, man. <sighs> I don't even like myself. Like, some of my old T-shirts don't even fit. <laughs> They're just too tight, you know what I mean? And you think, what a waste. And you don't want to get rid of them. I bet there's loads of people who are like that. you got so many clothes that you don't 
wear because you can't fit into it. So you think, nah, one day I'm going to lose weight and I'll I'll get back into that. And it's sat in your cupboard for like months, years. <laughs> Just sitting there collecting dust. I mean, I've even ordered new clothes off ASOS, man. It's that bad. <laughs> I need new t-shirts, you see, as the gigs and stuff are coming back and the weather's all right. You know, need a few more t-shirts, but it's hard having a little pudge. <laughs> Absolutely hard, difficult. Um, yeah, what I've basically started doing now is I've started to walk. Started doing a lot more walks. I've just done a walk now, actually. Did a, There's a lake near my house called Witten Lakes. So I went down there with the kids. They took their bikes. Mrs. took her bike. I obviously had to drive down. <laughs> Because I had to put their bikes in the car. I, I said to them, like, you guys just ride around and I'll walk. So I just did two laps. Did my 6,000 steps. It's not a lot. I know that. <laughs> it's around about 40 minutes, 45 minute walk, that is, I think. Something like that. So the, that's what I've been doing now. So started to walk to work, even though it's not a fixed address. As you know, I'm flexible. So I'm working everywhere. But I walked there and I walked back last week and I feel amazing. Feels great, man. <laughs> so if you want to lose weight, try just walk somewhere for even if it's half an hour a day. I think it counts, apparently. I hope it does. <laughs> I've got to be careful with my joints. I can't put too much strain on them. There's so much information. I don't want to go on about my gout, but there's so much information about it. Like You don't know what to do. You can't fast and you can't. You know, you can't do a crash course diet because they say it's even worse for you and you you can get, like, side effects and the gout attacks will come back. So I don't want that. I don't want to strain myself, <laughs> which is why I like cycling and I like walking. So let's see. Who knows? Maybe by episode 120, I think. <laughs> I'll be all right by then. We'll have to see. I've got um I've got to start doing another job soon. So I think did I tell you guys yeah, I did tell you guys. I've joined this at age well, I say an age, it's security. Kind of like security, secure care, you know, the one I said. Um so I'm gonna be working in an actual hospital, like a proper hospital. <laughs> beep, beep, you know, with the, when you where you hear the beep beeps. Cause I know you're all thinking, Well, we thought you worked already in the hospital. I do, but it's not it is a hospital because it's a mental health hospital, but it's a different kind of setting. So you don't get you don't get the public in there. Well, patients, yeah, but you don't get people coming in and out. You don't get porters pushing trolley beds. You know what I mean? It's not like that. It's not like a general hospital. So it's actually different. Uh, it's a bit more quieter. So yeah, I'm working in a proper hospital. I'm really looking forward to that. To be honest, that will be on Tuesday. Apparently, all I've got to do is go to um, some psychiatric wards, and there's some kids there, I believe, and maybe a few adults who've got mental health problems, and I'm just going to go there and talk to them. They said, that's all you do. You just go there, and you talk, and you hover about. So I'm not like I'm actually work. Well, I am working. It's not like I'll be, you know, looking after someone or taking their observations, checking their blood pressure and stuff like that. I'll be just there to have a chat. I'll be like a, a mobile radio DJ. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it, isn't it. Mobile radio DJ. Just walk around, 
talk to people, bit of nonsense, maybe plug my podcast. <laughs> I could do that, couldn't I? Could plug my podcast. I'll even try and help out their problems. They might have problems, you know, like I do. Every every podcast episode I do on um, the Reddit forum, no stupid questions. <laughs> I can just do it live. I'll be like, what's, what's up with you, mate? Tell me, tell me. Come on, let's sit down, let's have a chat. What's on your mind? <laughs> the only problem is I can't record our conversation, you know, for data protection and all that. <laughs> so I'll have to see. When I, when I do the next podcast episode, I'll have to let you know what, what's happened. But talking about problems, should we resolve one? <laughs> yeah, it's the no stupid questions time. This one has been posted by a bog standard name. <laughs> been posted by Stefan One. That's his name. Normally there's weird names on here, isn't there? Like Captain Vancouver, for instance. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's basically, he's, this is a strange one. I like doing strange ones. You you know I do. So his question is, is it weird for me to like moss over any other plants? <laughs> Everyone around me just looks at me weird. <laughs> now that is funny. Is it weird to like moss? Probably. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not a big plant man, to be honest. My missus is, she she loves her plants, as you all know. She's done a garden up. We have got a bit of moss, but it grows in weird places, doesn't it? Is it? Does it grow like where it's a bit more damp and it doesn't get much sunlight? Well, there's a corner in my garden and it, 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 that corner never gets any sun, probably because of the trees. Um, <laughs> and there's moss, there is moss growing there and I've noticed it because I've put a few grass seeds down on the soil, you know. Try and get, try and get rid of that moss. I have, so maybe I don't like moss because <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of it with grass seeds. And to be fair, the grass seeds are growing now. The grass is growing, should I say? The grass is green on the other side, my friend. <laughs> uh, he's saying, does anyone else just like it? Does anyone like? It doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't bother me, pal. You know. He said it's soft to touch, vibrant green, and it's unique. It is unique, yeah, you're right there. And you can find it in the weirdest places. Yeah, well, I suppose you find it on the gutters, don't you? <laughs> if you don't clean out your guttering, you're going to get moss there, man. And there's actually a huge variety. Oh, is there now? This guy's probably a moss expert. <laughs> He's actually put down, I think I should just make a lonely moss club. I think he should. Funny enough, he's got 6.4k likes on this post. And it's it's the top question <laughs> on the No Stupid Questions forum, which he posted 15 hours ago. Probably longer, depending when you're listening to it. But <laughs> I wonder what people are saying. There is one comment here. Mass Effect Janitor is his name. Great name. He said, did you know that moss is responsible for a mass die-off of subsequent ice age? All right. So is he saying that moss actually got rid of the ice? <laughs> is that true? He probably knows. They terraformed the planet. 
So recent research shows that an ancient moss could explain why the Ordovician, probably saying it wrong, ice ages occurred when the ancestors of today moss started to spread on land about 470 million years ago and they absorbed CO2 from the atmosphere and extracted minerals by secreting organic acids that dissolved the rock they were growing on. Okay, I think I get it. (laughs) These chemically altered rocks in turn reacted with the atmospheric CO2 and formed new carbonate rocks in the ocean through the weathering of calcium and magnesium ions from the silicate rocks. Man, there's some clever people on this on this red Reddit, isn't there? <laughs> the weathered rocks also released a lot of uh, phosphorus, phosphorus. I should learn my English and iron, which ended up in the ocean, which caused massive algal blooms, resulting in organic carbon burials, extracting more carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. So small organisms, right? <laughs> Feeding on the nutrients created large areas without oxygen, which caused a mass extinction of marine species. Okay, Are you, is this guy saying that moss can actually get rid of species? I suppose, yeah. If you can, you eat moss. That's a, that's a good question, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe I should put it on here. Can you eat moss? Anyway, while the levels of CO two dropped all over the world, allowing the formation of ice caps on the pole. Well, there you go. You learn something new every day. So, yeah, I suppose there's no harm in liking moss, is there? Maybe we were all moss at one point. <laughs> well, that's how we developed, didn't we? Started in the sea, came out, started growing legs and arms. <laughs> and now we've all got attitude problems. <laughs> well, that was today's uh, No Stupid Question. That one, a weird one. It was the first one I saw, to be honest. I didn't even scroll down. I just seen that, and I thought, yeah, man, this is what people, uh, listeners of a crazy little thing called Love Dev, want to hear. They want to know about moss. <laughs> there's a moss There's a moss in in the UK. It's in Manchester. It's called Moss Side. <laughs> I wonder why it's called Moss Side. Do you reckon it's where all the moss grows on that side of Manchester? So they just thought, let's just call it moss side. Maybe. But a moss side is proper rough, apparently. It's like the ghetto of Manchester. Uh, I have drove through there. I'm guessing there's a lot of ethnic people there. (laughs) Ghetto, that's what ghetto means, doesn't it? So, yeah. Um, Going back to Manchester, actually. I think I have got a gig up that way. I did a gig this weekend over in uh, Derby for Rolf Comedy Club, and that was fantastic. I did the Friday night, and I did yesterday night, which was Saturday. Oh, it was amazing, man. I had two great nights. The first night wasn't as busy. Uh, There was fewer people, but they were still enjoying it, you know. They were laughing. They were listening, which is good, which is what you want. And they've come out. They've come out to support comedy. They just want to, normal people like you and I want to get out of the house. <laughs> so that was great, man. That was that was amazing, man. That was proper amazing. Other than that, there was a TV comic on. A TV comic was on stage with us. I don't know who it was because 
I knew it was on the bill. It was, there was me. There was a good friend of mine, Harriet Dyer, who's a resident MC for Rolf Comedy Club in Derby. Uh, so it's Ruffle. Is it Ruffle? I think that's... Is, do you pronounce it as Ruffle? R-O-F-L? You know, roll over the floor laughing. Yeah, that. So Ruffle uh, Comedy Club, they're all over the place. There's Newcastle Underline. Not the Newcastle, the way A-A-E, man, up north. <laughs> It's the other one down near Stoke-on-Trent, uh, just in the middle of England, those of you outside the UK. Uh, and he's got uh, one in Sheffield as well. I think I think he's opening up another one. Um, I was told where it is, so I'm not going to say, because he doesn't want me to broadcast it out. But yeah, he's got some great clubs, Lee Jones. Um, and he booked a TV comic, and we didn't know who it was. And I was like, who's the TV comic? Who is it, man? And guess who walked in? It wasn't only Russell Kane off the telly, obviously, because he's a TV comic. <laughs> oh, he's really nice, man, Russell Kane is. He's such a lovely guy, and he caught my set, which is nice, even better. So uh, when I, I think he got caught about a minute after I was on, two minutes maybe. Um, yeah, and he, I come off stage, and he was like, mate, you were great. Um, he really sang my praises, and, you know, he was... He told me that he loves one-liner comics and he loves watching different types of comics because he's an observational comic. Like um, he doesn't really he does jokes. Obviously, he's a comedian, um, but he doesn't do one-liners like I do. And he said, "I always envy that people can do that." So he's and he was nice, man. He was proper supportive, and he was giving me um, add-ons to other jokes I've got, and he was just giving me more material. Like you say, why don't you talk about this? Why don't you talk about that? And I get that quite a lot from a lot of pro comics who say, you know, you should talk about this and that. So I've started to do that. And yesterday, oh, man, yesterday was amazing. I mean, we I had to follow Russell Kane. So he, yes, uh, on Friday, he was headlining. But on the Saturday, he was going to go on first, which he did. And then I was on second, followed by Jerry Kay. And I thought, I've got to follow Russell Kane. This, you know, this is a TV comic. Ah. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I had no problem whatsoever. Yeah, man. Proper. It was so good. It was funny as hell. I got this joke. I got this joke about you know trying to uh, join in the gym and stuff. Um, and I went. I said to. I said I'm going to the gym. I went to the gym today, and somebody in the audience went, "You sure?" <laughs> Uh, man, that was so funny. Even I was laughing. I mean, I wasn't even mad because it was such a good heckle. <laughs> you said, you sure? Well, that was hilarious. Oh, I love gigging, man. It's so good to be back doing gigs again. Yeah, so that it, it, I've had a cracking cracking two weeks, should I say. But even better than that, when I got back, I was on my phone and um, a good friend of mine, Nina Gilligan, who's a pro comedian, She's funny, man. Oh, she's hilarious. She's won the uh, Mercury, Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year. So she's a 2021 champ. And that's big, man. That's big news for her. So she'll be getting a lot more work now. Hopefully she'll be on the telly. She should be on TV. She's amazing. I think she's great. She's so such a funny woman. Um, and I, I, I'll never forget the first time I met her. I was doing this corporate gig. Uh, and I had to follow her. Oh, man. I was like, she smashed it. Like, they had to get the builders out to repair the roof. It was that good. (laughs) 
So I had to follow Nina, and um, it was hard, man. I could feel it. The audience, they didn't want to know me. <laughs> it was a Christmas event, corporate gig. Yeah, and oh, I was struggling. I felt like they just didn't want me in the stage anymore. They wanted her back. <laughs> but uh, after that, I have gigged with her a few times, and it's been fine, and she she's great, man. So congratulations to Nina Gilligan. Check her out. I'm not I don't think she's got a podcast. Maybe she has. If she hasn't, she should get one now. Yeah, so that was crack that was good, man. So, you know, good gig. Come back home. Find out another comedian of mine, a friend of mine, has won an amazing award. Oh, I was buzzing last night. I was really happy. I was really, really chuffed. And I met a TV star, Russell Kane. Amazing. <laughs> it's been good. It's been good. Let's finish with a, a weird news story. I think I've, I've, I'm in the mood for a... I know well, I always do it anyway, but let's do today's weird news story. Right, hold the press, hold the press. Before we actually do today's weird news story, just in a quick article, um, there's a, a McChicken Nugget, a McDonald's McChicken Nugget, shaped as the Among Us character, has just sold for $100,000. <laughs> I don't think it was in a deliberate um, chicken nugget in that shape. I know you can get like dinosaur chicken nuggets and stuff, but this probably one was like a a, a coincidence that he looked like an Among Us character, and somebody sold it on eBay for hundred thousand pound <laughs> or dollars, should I say? I mean, that's mental. That is. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start looking at my food a bit more wisely. And see if there's anything that I can pick out. And I don't know. Maybe I'll end up with a an Elvis Presley piece of toast or something. <laughs> and sell it. Somebody out there will buy it, man. That's crazy. Why would you buy that anyway? Like, what would that even be worth afterwards? Like, especially when it goes all moldy and stuff. And it gets, it's going to get moss on that. <laughs> there's your moss. You're going to get moss on that, mate. But anyway, let's do the actual proper weird news story. It looks like this one comes from India because there's a picture of a man and a woman, Indian couple. Right, so today's weird news story is a bride collapsed and died at her wedding. The groom then married the woman's sister with her dead body lying in the next room. Ah. <laughs> what was that? So a bride collapsed and she died at her wedding. We got that bit. The groom then married the woman's sister with the dead body lying in the next room. <laughs> what? Oh my, this might be the weirdest news story ever. I mean, I've done some proper weird news stories, but this one, wow. All right, let's have a look. It is in India, it is. Here we go. A wedding in India took a morbid turn when the bribe collapsed and died just before completing her wedding rituals. Instead, the groom ended up marrying her younger sister on the same day, with the original bride's body lying in another room. No way. And I've read that three times, folks, but I can't believe that, man. Can you imagine that? You're going to get married to someone... It's got to be an arranged marriage, isn't it? <laughs> it sounds like it it's not some it's not like 
someone you've been with for years and then you're going to get married to them and they have to die. They imagine that they died on your wedding day, man. And you're like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll have, I'll have her sister anyway. <laughs> She's more fitter. <laughs> oh my God, this is mental. Right, the incident took place on May 27th. So in the village of Samanspurd in the northern Indian state of Uttar Pradesh, uh, according to the Times of India. The wedding was between a woman named Surabi. Shout out to... Sur- well, I shouldn't really shout out, should I? You're not getting a shout out, mate, because you're just wrong. <laughs> oh, the woman's name was Surabi. Oh, sorry. Okay, so the woman who'd passed away, her name was Surabi, and a man named Mangesh Kumar from the nearby village of Nwali. The two were exchanging traditional flower garlands, yeah, during a ceremony called the Jaimala. When Surabi collapsed on the stage... A doctor rushed her treater, but later declared that she died from a heart attack. Um, according to the local news, the day's festivities continued, however, but with a different bride. While Sarabi's body lay in another room in the house, how might if you're the sister of that woman? How can you get married? I mean, your sister's just died, and you're like, oh, he's fit, man. I'm gonna marry him. <laughs> That's just wrong, isn't it? I wonder if they'd ever make a Bollywood movie on this. Now, that's a proper Bollywood movie right there. It'd probably turn into a horror film, knowing them. The nuptials carried on with her younger sister, Nisha, replacing her. We did not know what to do in the situation. Both the families sat together, and someone suggested that my younger sister, Nisha, should be married to the groom. Who suggested that? I bet it was the priest, priest then it, because he was like, I'm not going to get paid. <laughs> If this wedding doesn't carry on, I'm not going to get paid. (laughs) Oh, man. Sarabi's brother told the news, okay, arranged marriage is not uncommon in India, so it was an arranged marriage. Most Indian marriages are arranged between families, not girl and boy, who consent is rarely factored into the equation, said Kami, a sociology professor at Delhi University. So Janaki Abraham, who's a professor at Delhi Uni, told that the families may have been pressured to make a match because of the expense of throwing the wedding. See, I was right. They were like, man, we've got an elephant. (laughs) We've got all this gold and all these clothes. And look at all these people waiting to be fed. And we've made so much food. They've got caters in. What are we going to do? We're going to have to carry on. Oh, that's that's basically what's happened. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Indian marriages, even among the lower classes, are expensive. Indian weddings are. Where even the poorest of the poor have to organise lavish functions in the name of family honour. Well said. It was a tough call for our family. One daughter lay dead in one room and the wedding of another daughter was being solemnized in another room. What? Sarabi's uncle Ajab Singh told TV9, We have never witnessed such mixed emotions. Mr. Singh said, The grief over her death and the happiness of the wedding have yet to sink in. I'm just, I'm just sorry, I'm just a bit amazed by this story. It was the second time in recent weeks that a last minute wedding substitute in India made the news earlier in May. 
a bride in the Maharaja town of Uttar Pradesh, married a member of the groom's wedding party after her husband-to-be ran off partway through the ceremony. <laughs> oh my god, so the actual man ran away? <laughs> and his brother ended up marrying the girl? The bride's family selected a new groom... <laughs> What? Oh, not the brother. The bride's family selected a new groom from the ray of groomsmen and agreed on the match. (laughs) Oh, it's not the first time, but that story is sad. It's sad and happy. I don't even know if it's happy. Because did her sister want to marry that guy while her other sister's dead in the other room? Wow. And the podcast started off so well. (laughs) There you have it, man. Now, if you think this episode is worth sharing just for that weird news story, then, yeah, man, please do. Tag your friends in the post. Send the link. Wherever you listen to it, if you're on Apple, you're on Spotify, I don't know, however you listen to this podcast, just send it across to everyone. (laughs) Say, listen to this story, it's absolutely mental. Wow, that's proper shot me. That <laughs> oh, I don't even know what to call this episode. I'd have to think about it. Right, there we go. That was today's weird news story. Um, I will and the podcast. Um, yeah, it's the end of the podcast. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, I will see you uh, for episode 73.